speaking of polyvagal theory again, I realise that when I'm in an airport and I have this compulsion to eat a brownie, and of course there are many other examples of me having compulsions to eat things that aren't good for me and to do things that are counterproductive like madly clean the house just because I'm feeling stressed or tidy something that doesn't need tidying just to distract myself, that what I'm thinking in the background is I don't care, it doesn't matter I'm not important, my health is not important, this brownie won't do me any harm. And so those things I'm thinking, um, oh, and with the house I'm thinking, you know, it has to be done. It's not, I'm not even giving myself a reason, I just think it has to be done when clearly it doesn't have to be done and I'm not taking the time to uh, breathe and decide what does have to be done, what would be a better decision. And it's a weird one because it's kind of like being in fight or flight, which is mobilizing. I'm mobilizing. I'm doing active things. Eating a brownie is taking a step. It's taking an action. And cleaning the house is taking an action. So that fight or flight state is telling me I must take an action. But it's a completely um, stupid action. It's, it's not an action that actually helps me fight anything or flee from anything. It doesn't resolve whatever it is that the stress is that's put me into fight or flight in the first place. Um, and so I just quite like noticing that because I think next time I'm in an airport looking at a brownie, I might be able to actually reason that that's why I'm desiring the brownie. It's not, um, it, it, it helps me. It doesn't help everyone, but it helps me to know the reason for things, to understand the mechanism for things. That's one of the reasons I'm constantly reading and researching stuff like this. And I know everyone's not like this. Some people are quite happy to just accept that they don't want a brownie and not have it. Um, but I love to know the mechanisms behind things. It gives me comfort and satisfaction and it helps me to change my behavior because it gives me a reason. It gives me backup. It's like a form of support from outside. It's like a friend coming along saying, you can do this. Um and yes, today I changed my state. That was the other thing I wanted to say. I was driving home from work and I found myself feeling overwhelmed, helpless, panicky and in fear and thoughts going around in my head about everything I have to do, everything I have to learn. I have to write more blog posts. I have to change my career because I'm not really fulfilled and happy and doing the best I can. And I have to make more money and I have to move to a different house because this one's moldy and I have to sell my car and all these things. I was like totally overwhelmed. And that was interesting because it was a mixture of um, the freeze where you're overwhelmed and immobilized and depressed and you give in and you just want to disappear and the panic and fear that comes from the flight side of the fight or flight equation. And it took me a little while to realize I was feeling it because I was listening to a podcast and when I'm listening to a podcast, I'm distracted by the podcast and I think that I'm all right because, oh, I'm listening to a podcast. That's a normal thing to do. I mustn't be stressed. But I realized that I wasn't really listening to the podcast. I was listening but not listening. And then I realized that, oh, that's because I'm feeling stressed. And then I decided to turn it off so I could figure out what I was feeling stressed about. And I listened to all those voices in my head telling me all the things I had to do. And I went, okay, just stop it. I described them out loud, um, what I was feeling, why I was feeling it, what my stories were. And then I decided to tell a different story. So out loud, 
I told the story of all the good things I'd done and how clever I was and how smart I was and how this decision I made was actually a really smart decision. And I described in detail the progress I've made in, oh, I can't even remember, but all sorts of areas. Oh, well, how I am changing my career. I'm, I'm not changing it overnight. I'm doing it in a step-by-step step step manner. I'm learning things online and I'm reading things and I'm thinking about them and I'm making plans and I'm taking actions. And I was congratulating myself, supporting myself for doing all those things and for not being a panic merchant and jumping in at the deep end into some new venture without actually preparing for it properly. And a whole bunch of other things where I just, as, as though I was... Um, talking to a friend who was down on themselves and I was saying but hang on look at what you did look at what you achieved remember when you did this remember when you did that that was really smart that was a really good thing to have done and look at all the benefits you reaped it took a good 10-15 minutes of description and then I felt completely different I was no longer in fight or flight and I was no longer in freeze uh, I'm not sure I was fully in social engagement but I was certainly several notches down from my stress level and from my self-beating up level, from my feeling overwhelmed because there's too much to do and I can't possibly do it and I'm a worthless individual. I was way, way um, feeling more like a, like I'm okay, it's okay, I'm going to do this stuff and it's not that important, it's not that urgent and I'm doing the best I can and this is a wonderful world. And on that note, tomorrow I'm going to be in an ice bath because I'm doing a Wim Hof, Wim Hof introductory um, workshop thing. So I'm half terrified and half really excited. It's going to go for four hours and apparently there will be an ice bath. So I'll report on that next time I talk to you. Thanks for listening. Have a great evening.